This podcast is brought to you by Aventino Watches, aventinowatches.com. We not only tell time, but Aventino is a story that defines time and changes the way time is used. With their cost-effective timepieces, you can show up looking like you run an empire without emptying your bank account. They design every Aventino product and partner with the world's leading manufacturers. They only use high-quality standards and as high-end brands to make only the best and more fashionable products. Their main focus is to deliver the most affordable price to you. Unlike other high-end brands in the market, they cut out the middlemen and retail shores to ensure this is possible. Since they are born online, we, they sell directly to you with their secure worldwide shipping wherever you are. Their customers' happiness and satisfaction means a lot for them, and every order comes with a money-back guarantee and warranty. Use our promo code FWACATA15, F-W-A-C-A-T-A-1-5, and get 15% off on your first order and help support the podcast. Check the link in the description, aventinowatches.com. Look good, folks. This little, these are nice watches. Look good. You can be dumb, but look good. Don't you know? Look smart. Not dumb. Do it. Hey folks, welcome to the Fuacata Podcast. I'm Juan Navarro, and I make the Fuacata. Um, this week we have a really cool thing I'm doing. I did a panel this weekend over at the Miramar uh, Comic Expo that was happening on Saturday. And I got to do a really nice panel in a really nice theater uh, with two buddies of mine and two great artists, uh, Andre Labrada and Kenny Calderon. Uh, I will be linking them on the profile and we just talk about comics and projects that we did. Uh, it's a very young audience, very shy audience, but I think we covered a couple of cool bases. And I think it will be just a good recording for you guys. We had great fun, especially backstage. I kind of wish we recorded all the stupidity that we were talking about back there. But it was a really nice venue. I wanted to thank the Mylander um, Cultural Center for having us. It was really cool and really a fun time to have. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, there we go. And uh, hopefully you will be uh very entertained by this and then we'll talk to you I'll, I'll talk to you after it laters But certainly not least, Juan Navarro. Have fun, gentlemen. Um, if you can, um, if you want to, please take photos. Um, at the end, they're going to ask you to ask questions. Um, part of why this is enjoyable is that we get a lot of questions from the audience, so please feel free to do so. Um, and then the next session starts in a few hours. Have fun with them. Um, use Miramar, hashtag Miramar Expo. If you have any questions for us after or the guests, please feel free to go up to them. Um, have fun and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you, guys. My name is Juan Navarro. I am the editor-in-chief and uh, co-owner of Creature Entertainment. I'm also the co-owner of 
the Goblin Pike, the console shop in Hyria, Florida. So I travel to my shelf with comics all the time. Um, uh, my main thing has always been making comics, loving comics since I was a little kid. I produced a couple of comics, so I started to work with Marvel. Um, so our Marvel, Image, Dynamite, and a couple other comic book companies. And the cover artist, the sketch card artist, in a bunch of different ways. Um, I work with these guys a lot. Um, we're local comic book artists, so we're here in Miami, uh, or in the Miami area. Um, I guess we're going to be hosting the thing, so I'm going to do this, the classic thing where we all introduce ourselves. And then, uh, and then we're going to be like, if you guys have any questions about the process of making comics and all that stuff, have them ready and like, you know, tell us later on as we go, and uh, we'll ask them as we go. And uh, we're going to pass the kitty. How's it going, guys? My name is Kenny Calderon. Uh, I am uh, a freelance <laughs> illustrator. I've worked uh, extensively with Preacher Entertainment. I think we're going on, what, like six, seven years now. Yeah. Uh, I'm also an artist for a clothing brand called Fully Parkway and Trees and Specials. That's going on 20 years. <coughs> Excuse me. I've also, uh, well, most recently, uh, gotten into contract and partnership with uh, Upper Deck uh, Trading Cards, working with the Marvel license, doing uh, sketch cards for them. And um, I've done tons of uh, comical covers, uh, pencils and ink, a ton of, a ton of books. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, my art was featured in a children's book called Rainbows in the Heart. And uh, yeah, you, you know, you'll, you'll find a lot of my stuff uh, floating around Miami and in some of the malls also. Um, and here is the remarkable Andre the Rock. Nice to meet you. I didn't wear a hat. You have the sunglasses. I'm going to be here at the coffee shop, of course. You can read it free on the line of I've worked on stores for a whole page. Yeah, so any questions? Anybody who wants to know anything? Anybody want to make comics? Who's an artist here? Get some hands. Who's a writer? There's some writers in the room. Okay. Writers talk to artists, artists talk to writers. That's how you start. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best way. Um, by the way, I forgot my glasses at the table. I'm not trying to be cool. Um, <laughs> so, I guess, what are we going to do? I don't know. Nobody has some questions yet. So, we're going to. I guess we're going here. Yeah. Uh, for image, it was not Tara. So Zach Snyder. Scott Snyder. Yeah. I was using. Scott Snyder's not Tara. Uh, came out a couple months ago. So I'm going. Yeah. I did the first issue. And I did the first issue of Unnatural, first issue of Ha Ha, and recently on the issue of Bad Bro. Yeah. Super. Um, what Alright, so what, what's this, I guess, so with this advice, what I'm trying to do the, 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 the questions we always get. Man, I, how do you comment, bro? <laughs> <laughs> how do you comment, man? You um, just got it. Um, it's the, I guess the, the hardest part about doing comics is doing comics. That's what I've always been told. 
That's actually really good because everything else is fun. Yeah. Because going to the time, reading comics, talking about that, that's not a fun part. Right. Sitting at that table and... Uh, <laughs> and grinding away for a day. Yeah. That's the hard part. And all the bulldogs too. Because sitting at the table and drawing, that's, uh, that's the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the... Uh, oh, everything. I get to sit down and do this now. Yeah. That's what I, I, I tell a lot of students that I have that the main thing is to get that muscle. And you know, get that muscle where you're used to drawing all the time. And you're used to... Because that's just going to be your future. If you want to get into the arts and everything, you're going to be drawing all the time. It's not just sitting there going, and just turning it. Maybe one day you're a master. But most of the time it's going to be like coffee, you know, pen, paper, three in the morning, you know, and you're going around. And once you get that muscle, you're really into it. You're going to love it also at the same time. Because no other art form is going to give you the complete control. Right now you can go home, grab a pencil, grab a paper, and you can make up a world. You can blow it up, you can shrink it, you can save it, you can destroy it, you can do anything you want with that paper and pencil. There's a bunch of techniques and stuff in between that, but you can start writing it. And so that's the amazing thing about comics. Like you, you have no budget, you're not like in a film where you need a camera, you need this pencil, paper, you're good to go. From there, it's just techniques. I think somebody has a hand over here? Yes, sir. Manga comic? Well, Marvel, Marvel. Marvel comic. Oh, Marvel comic. Um, on the Marvel stuff, I'm a sketch card artist too. So I also did sketch cards, and I'm up for a, a cover right now. Um, I might be doing a cover for Miss Marvel. I'm just waiting to hear back for them. But the funniest thing I did was a book called Ha Ha for Image Comics. It's about like, clowns, and I got to do a really insane cover for that. And the uh, series creator really enjoyed it. So. Oh, um, in terms of Marvel, I'd say uh, the whole community is just is the only thing I've done for them in particular. Um, that was just really fun because it was like an office kind of setting. Like they had like the cutaway people <laughs> talk to the camera. And I got to draw five different balls. So it was like, yeah. And then like it had like a guest of the week kind of episode. So the ones I did involved Iron Man. Man, I think uh, with with Marvel, I think the, the the sketch card set that I had the most fun on was anime, the anime set. Oh, I thought that. Those man, I had a blast doing that because you know it was an opportunity to showcase you know a lot of your favorites just in a different way, right? Um, so I, I think out of the whole set, my favorite one was the the storm, mm -hmm. the the storm one, because I kind of modeled her after the the, the Madhouse X Men anime. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> it's it's really well, yeah. yeah, yeah. When I was working on the Marvel sketch art, uh, I got to work on the Doctor Strange movie sketch art. So when I did that, I remember they're like, "Okay, this is what you can draw. This is what you can't draw." And of course, at that time, you couldn't draw anything to do with that thing. Right. But then I see Sidorak, which is Juggernaut's, like the demon guy that did yeah. Juggernaut's power. So, and they didn't, they didn't see that. They're like, huh? 
So yeah, as far as Doctor Strange, aha, I got to sneak that card in, and I got to do a bunch of Doctor Strange. I was up there, I was like, I'm not a, I'm not a lot of even. What is this? I'm like, it's all Doctor Strange stuff. So, so, that was cool. Any more questions? One, there's one here. Where? In the front. Where? Where? Right here. Where? What? Right in the front, hello. Where? To the, to the left. Where we were going to start talking. <laughs> I have sunglasses. What's your question? He's wearing sunglasses. You can't see. What's the, uh, your, or some of your original, what's the biggest thing that you're most excited about in terms of your upcoming original project? I don't know, there's if, that if that keeps coming up with that shower. That, 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 that wave guy. That wave guy. That wave guy. He's fighting us. I swear. And, um, uh, Yo, I sent his calls to voicemail. I know. Listen. I don't know if you know that guy. Yo, my fiance calls him my second girlfriend. <laughs> like, he calls yeah, me so yeah, much, yeah, this guy. So, so fun fact, guys. We, we have uh, writer-creator Keith C. Wade uh, in the audience. Uh, he is uh, currently working on a, a miniseries called uh, A Warrior's Path Chronicles of Shara Malazi, which is uh, Afrofuturism. So if, if, if you can imagine that, it's more like uh, Black Panther and Star Wars, right? Uh, I'm the artist. I've got, I've got copies of the book at my table in the exhibit room. Uh, Juan here is a uh, letterer and, and publisher, right? Because he's publishing the Creature Entertainment. Uh, so if you want to know more about that, you know, we'll, we'll be having a talk about that. Yeah, Keith here. You know, that guy hides his voice, man. You're like a little kid, like, ah, Keith. I feel like a shower crackle. You know, and then I was like, all right, cool. Uh, any other questions? No. No, uh, you've seen the wrong thing. <laughs> it's doing amazing. Right now it's doing ridiculously amazing. Uh, no, just because look, with the collector's market, after everybody got out of COVID, there's people have been buying comics up tonight. There's a lot of low-key, every time an episode drops, some new issue was, um, there's a lot of speculation. So they're like, oh, Kang, move them out of bed. Everything that was Kang went up in there. WandaVision, everything that, West Coast Avengers could have been the most, the latest, crappiest book that they ever produced. And now it's like $5 and $10 each. So as a comic book shop owner, uh, I got people coming in for Funkos, I got people coming in for comics. People want to read more than ever. And, and I think it's a golden age of comics because if you go online, if you go to, Web, you know, Webtoons for his stuff, I deal with Webtoons comics too, so I'm you. I have five issues on there. When you go on there, there's a plethora of good comments. Not only they're free, but they're actually good. So the industry is just the only year because you got to hustle. Really hard. You know. it, there's, just, there's actually a really big boom in creator on comics now. Because everybody, with things like Kickstarter and all that stuff, and the way each comics works, um, everybody can just like publish their own. They, they get funded fast, and then... Did somebody on Webtoons just get a deal or something? Or they're upgraded, or they got options? Yeah, yeah. Most, somebody got blew up. I know that. Yeah. Uh, I think it's like Goss with something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Olympus, I don't know. Oh, the Olympus, I think it's called. Oh, the Olympus? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, Webtoons actually, it's, it's free completely, but they do take 
their ears behind the like they, they pay them to the head keep doing it. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it's it's sort of like a weird advertisement based kind of thing. It, yeah. It's kind of it's, it's like, like a patient kind of method, but it works. Like people making their stuff they gotta pay for. To to piggyback off of that, I, I think it's I think the industry itself is in a is in a state of transition, right? It's like the way the music industry was what like twenty years ago, right? With with social media and you know more people being online, you know you're able to to put your own content out there as you see fit. Well, McFarland said it. How McFarland said it best at one of the cons. He said, you know, right now if you want to make a whole movie, you can't. You gotta go to Marvel because Disney's gonna go make it. Want to make a Batman movie? Can't. AT and T owns Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. DC. You can't make anything of So where do they have to go? They have to go to the independent career. They gotta go to Image Comics. They gotta go to Dynamite. They have to go to Optic Shop. They have to go to these. And that's where you shine. And that's where you can get a deal possible. I don't make comics to make a movie. I don't make comics to make that. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> you know, if somebody makes something from it, that's awesome. But um, that there's a bigger possibility now that Hollywood, there's all these indies like something killing children. Um, I forgot what other indies that all have deals now with Netflix, Jupiter's uh, Legacy, Mark Millar, they all have deals with Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, yeah, Hulu, uh, Invincible uh, was a new book that was uh, Robert Kirkman, the same guy who created Walking Dead, created Invincible. So, you know, uh, no, I think the industry is super awesome. Now, making money out of it, look, you'll make money and do anything else. Like, go have a hot dog stand and you'll make more money. You know? And, and this is not about money. You know, you're doing this because you're doing this. And you're going to eat a lot of hot dogs. Any other questions? Yeah, no, it's really shit. You do it. You, you pick up the people, bro. Yeah. What are the most most popular time of life. Chronicles of Shaw. <laughs> 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 He's like, wait, what's funny about that? Shaw. I did a comic book for some years called Tommy. It's about a little kid who has an imaginary friend that finds out that an imaginary friend is a serial killer. Uh, it did really well. I had a point that I sold out and I wanted a copy. Uh, we're working on the second volume and I see what she's done. We're going to be doing a Kickstarter for work. But that's the one that I'm really proud of. One of my better moments in comics was being in Midtown Comics up in Manhattan and seeing it on the wall over there. And to see a comic book shop in the middle that had one of the biggest comic book shops in the country, have it on the wall and have it up there, it was really cool. They didn't care. I was a creator, but it was so bad. And it's cool to have people that come up to me because of my work. I think, I think uh, Tommy, for sure. The variant covers that is up for Tommy. Um, yeah, the issue two, the volume two right? variants. Um, those were a lot of fun, and it, and it was nice to like walk into like different comic shops and actually see them on the shelf out of the state, right? Um, and uh, the other one was uh, the Grace Flynn Chronicles that I did with uh, Kafalson, right? It was about a female pirate. I, I actually walked into a Barnes and Nobles and found that on the shelf. So that was that was uh, that was a nice feeling. You got a question? No. Most exciting? Chronicles of Charlotte. Lettering that was like <laughs> writing a slide. Um, my most exciting has to be Power Rangers. No. 
number, well, technically the pattern might be more than number five, number four, I'm sorry. Because um, it was like the reveal of the new Dream Ranger. Yeah, and, and so like, I grew up in Power Rangers, so like, 1994, and so getting to finally come full circle and draw something, you know, like being a part of Power Rangers history. So real quick, I, I wanna I wanna address something with regard to like breaking into comics, right? I know I know that Juan says, you know, if you're in it for the money, you'll make more money than anything else. Right? With with anything, regardless if it's comics or whatever industry you ultimately end up in, you you get what you put out or what you put into it, right? I've been I've been doing comics professionally for close to a decade, right? And I love it. Like, I enjoy being up until four in the morning, like working on panels and storyboarding and creating these like fight sequences and, you know, because ever since I was a kid, that's always been a passion of mine, right? My, my, first, my first book, my first comic that I read was uh, Frank Miller's one on uh, Man Without Fear, Dead Devil, right? Which, for me, that's like Frank's, some of Frank's most superior work, right? And I was absolutely fascinated by it. And, you know, today, you know, with a lot of the projects that, that I get commissioned to do, uh, I, I have to, like, find my connection to it, right? Like, you know, again, shameless plug, Chronicles of Shadow Release, right? By, by Keith Wade, right? When, when Keith approached me about the project and uh, he gave me a, a brief synopsis on the story, you know, I, I dug it. You know, strong female character, which is something that, you know, we, we desperately needed, you know, in the, in the, in the comic medium. Um, it's it's a, it's an Afro it's it's an African character also you know she's a female warrior which is you know it falls in line with the representation you know his story a lot of the story setting is set in Africa but it's Africa in a hundred years in the future right so this this predates Black Panther by by how how much. So, you know, it's, it, was, it was fascinating to me. I love drawing strong female characters, right? And, you know, the script had a lot of violence in it. So, he hooked me with the violence, right? And, and you know, I had, I had a blast storyboarding it, you know? So, it's, it's about the passion, right? Your passion for it should be the driving force. Money's good, money will come. But if you do it because you love it, if you do it for the respect, that's better because that's part of your legacy. Yeah, I, I, it's an adventure. I always say if you're having fun drawing it, people will have fun reading it. You know, and I've been exhausted after a day at the shop at 10 o'clock at night and I'm looking at my PlayStation and it's just looking at me like, play me. And then I look at a bag of chips and it's like, eat me. And then I just want to eat chips and play the video games. 
But, you know, I'll sit at the table and I'll just start doing circles and messing around with something where I think about an idea and I want to make a character and it's a tank, but it's a werewolf, so it's a were tank and it's a guy that changes into a tank and during a full moon. And I was in the house comic strip and I want to start drawing. And I start putting it and next thing you know, I look up and it's four in the morning and I got to get up and eat. And, and it, it sucks because you were like still like trying to go to bed and you're going like, oh, well, what if you shoot cells out of this, like, you know, head or you know, so stuff like that. So you just keep having fun with it. Once you get into that and you have the muscle, you'll keep drawing, keep making, keep creating. And that's payment on itself. I get more bummed. I literally get depressed if I don't draw for a couple of days. Like if I don't draw because I was busy, because like I go on a holiday, I have to take my sketchbook with me. I have to take my pens with me. I have to take something with me. Because if there's some downtime at a hotel or downtime somewhere, I'm going to draw. Because if I don't draw after a couple of days, I literally get depressed. So you just get used to it, and you love the process of it. Every, everything is everything else. There's the art and the creating, and then there's everything else. And you have to do that a lot. And you're one of those people who have to deal with that everything else. Um, one, of, one of the tricks I have to do is I always leave something unfinished. Like I'll start another panel on the next page or something. That way, you have that thing in the back of your mind, you're like, oh, I want to go back and, yeah. you know, like, oh, I that's a good actually. That's yeah. a good trick. I, I, like, I, 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 gotta, I want to sit I do deals with myself sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I'm really exhausted. I'm really, like, right. Let me finish this town. Let me do the black. Let me, like, black out everything that's black. Let me do that shadow. Yeah. You yeah, know. Before you know, like, three hours later. I know, three hours later, you're drawing, like, ah. I Yeah. So, like, in the end, you got to love it. Right, you know, I, I've, I like I've been fortunate enough to immerse myself in art. Right, I I, I freelance a ton. I I work for Creature Entertainment. You know, I, I teach uh, comic and cartoon art in Doral. You know, and and it's like I'm surrounded by it. Oh, that's the other thing. You have to hustle. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I got an art degree, and it might as well have been a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> Because I do everything. I hustle like crazy. I've worked for everybody. I, I worked in advertisement for 15 years. I hated it. I quit one day. Um, I worked for everybody from Oliva Cigar to New Era to Hormel to a, a bunch of places. I was art archivist. I did a bunch of different jobs. And I was more happier when I worked for American Airlines throwing bags on the tarmac. Um, uh, you end up using it for everything. And I, I use my degree. I've taught, I've been a teacher, I've been a painter, I've been a sculptor, I've done murals. We just finished doing a mural, you know. Um, we've done, uh, anyways, when you're an artist, the call is there. Somebody's gonna come to you, and somebody's gonna know, I got to say, job, my girlfriend. That's the best part about it. <laughs> I got this tattoo, bro, and it's like this tattoo, and it's like a tank, but it's made out of lightning, and like there's a crown, and it says no reverts, and you're like, oh, okay. all right. Give me a hundred bucks, man. I'll draw it. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, so you hustle. You have to hustle, and you're gonna talk to people, and, and you learn. You know, maybe you won't get the gig right now, but six months will call you back, and they'll be like, "Hey, man, I'm finally gonna launch that business. I need a logo from you. Can you make a logo? Do you know it? You guys have the internet now. You can watch a YouTube video and learn how to do something. It's it's almost like the matrix where you like learn kung fu, you know. So and you guys also. I mean, we're always hustling with it for each other. I'll be like, hey, Andre, you want to do this? You know, we'll always be like talking to each other. You make a network. And um, there's a saying in the comic book industry that you have to be two of at least two of three things. You either have to be really good, on time, and likable. 
If you can be two of those three things, you'll get work. If you can be all three, amazing. But we know some guys, there's some guys that are amazingly talented, they're on time, but they have the personality of a drywall. Douchebag. Douchebag. <laughs> you know? Uh, you have other guys that are not the most talented, but man, you put them to draw those pages, they get the pages done. They're really nice, they're always communicative. They're, they're, those are the guys. And like that, you have to be something. You need to be an answer, not another question. Yeah. So you fill yourselves with as many skills as possible and try it out. And I think uh, Wanda has a question back there. Oh, I'm sorry, that part's totally yeah, dark. Be, and I have sunglasses over there. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Um, what's the hardest thing about being a comic book artist? What was the last part? Hardest thing to be a comic book artist. Says the shadow over there. <laughs> Just so you know, you guys are totally shadow. I didn't even know there were people there. Um, I love that. <laughs> Actually, yeah, right? I was gonna say, that's a people bother me more than anything, because after a while you're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Can you shut up now? You know, go back to drawing. Um, it, it's... It, look, sometimes, sometimes I, th I think, sometimes people say, oh, you know, they're afraid to draw something or show something that they make or, or sing something or act something or do express themselves. Because you're afraid somebody's going to come in and say, you suck, you're horrible, you don't know. I would love for that to happen. <laughs> that would, I, I would actually feed off it. It's actually the apathy that I think I hate more than anything. When uh, a lot of people just walk away and they don't care, especially out of another. You know, I think when people don't really respond to your work by hate or good, that's probably the worst thing. That, that, that to me is really bad. Because I would rather have somebody say you suck and then have a reason than, than just be like, meh, no good. And then just walk away. And that's just like, ah, you know, that kills me a little bit. <laughs> um, I think it, what turns off a lot of people is the, the turnover time. Like, it takes a long time to do comics. And what you get in return isn't, well, I think, what people like to have. I mean, what is the average math is what it takes a day to do a page? About, yeah. About ideally, a day. Yeah, ideally you want Like, to what, eight hours? Right. Say eight hours say to do a page, roughly, roughly. roughly. depending on the page, right? The so eight hours for something that they're going to read probably in less in than months. a minute. In months. Yep. In months yeah. and in less than a minute. Right. Because yeah. you can read a comic book in probably, what? Five to ten, yeah. fifteen if it's wordy. Easily. Yeah. So that's the thing. There's the payoff, you know? And like we convinced them not to do comics. <laughs> like our, our plan worked, guys. They're like, Save yourselves. <laughs> well, it's accounting for me. <laughs> no, um, I'm sorry. Man, I'm sorry. No, uh, man, the hardest thing that I've encountered is um, saying no. That's, yeah. <laughs> saying no to like people that are so passionate about like something that they want to like put out but like my tattoo has a dragon yeah and then <laughs> like same because you know and, and, it, and it's because I've been that guy I've been that guy that's been like that's had this idea of burning a hole in your brain and you want to like see it come to fruition right and then you find like an artist that you, that you really dig or a writer that can like you know, uh, really uh, uh, translate what you see onto the printed page, and and it's like, like, like that heart crushing moment where you're like, nah, I can't, nah, okay. just, just nah, you know, 
And, and like, because you're going to encounter moments where you uh, just don't I, dig I it. I don't even say no. I'm like, not right now. That's, that's part of I can't thing. even say that because like, they'll come find me. They'll you come find me. You have to respect yourself yeah. as well. Like, you have to value your time and value your skill and, and know when, when you have to say no. Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you can't just do anything because. You have to handle forever. Yeah, yeah. The dream project. Mm. There's a lot. I, I always say the same thing. I have so many ideas that I think if I live another hundred years, I will get them done. Um, really, I, 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 I was like calculating the other day. I'm like, well, this is this many pages, page a day, blah blah blah. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'd have to live like another like 68 years to finish all this. So I'm like, oh, starting to write. Um, there's nothing to per se. I think it's just. Like, I always like working with my friends. I work with uh, the other gentleman that's over there. He's my writer. I like working with my friends. And I like it when we can do stuff together. And so, like, I'll just tell Kenny, hey, man, can you do a cover? You got an idea? I'll tell Andre, like, hey, let's do this. And then they just bust out something cool. And maybe we, like, work on something together. And then all of a sudden we see it, and it's, like, it looks beautiful. And that's, like, my main thing. I like working projects with my friends. I like doing stuff that's collaborative. I like doing just fun projects, you know? And, uh... Like, I, it's hard for me to pinpoint something. If I had a dream project that was out there, like I could, I would do. I would love to do a Ghost Rider comic. I would love to do a Wolverine comic. If you're asking that, yeah, I'm a Batman. Like any any Bat family, like that's, I'll take it. You'll do an Alfred comic. I'll do an Alfred comic. <laughs> You'll do an Alfred comic. Yeah. Real, real quick though, because because we're getting the the same. Oh, right. yeah. Wait, you need to be the eyes. I can't see. No, <laughs> no, I peeped it, but you were like, you know, in your monologue. You was in the film. You was in the film. Man, to answer your question, it, it would have to be uh, Superman, for sure. Any, but like, it's, you know, not like your cookie cutter Superman stuff. Like something along the lines of like All-Star Superman, mm -hmm. you know, something with some depth. Or uh, something along the lines of like Earth-1 Superman, the Earth-1 series is outstanding. Uh, outside of Superman, it would be a Daredevil book. Because I like violence. <laughs> and right now, I'm like Daredevil, so I can't see anything. Um, <laughs> so, guys, thanks for joining us. Where can right. they find Andre? Where can they find you? Um, on Instagram, on Crystal Art. And you can search my name anywhere, really. And they can come to the table and see our stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you. I'll, I'll Kenny, where can they find you? Uh, in the exhibitor room, right? Next to the, the, the guys in the corner <laughs> with, the, with all the pops. And I got my Instagram and... Link tree links and stuff, so come by and see me. Yeah, and you can find me at fwagata.com, F W A C A T A, and fwagata on Instagram. I do everything there. And I'm always working at the Goblin's Heist, Monday through Friday, 12 to 9. And if we didn't get to your questions, just feel free to. Yes. Yeah, come by the table, yeah. ask us your questions and anything else. And I think we're good, right? Yep. Thank you so much. Please give them a hand. Thanks, guys. Please stop by their booths and see them and keep talking to them. Yeah, no, thank you for having us. I just can't see. Go <laughs> So there you go. You have everything you need now to master the comic book arts. Actually, it was like I said, it was a really cool panel. A lot of the guy, the kids, it was a lot of kids. Uh, I think we answered more questions 
after the panel than the the questions we got in the panel. A lot of people were just shy and everything else. So it was really fun. I thought it was a really great time. Again, I wanted to thank the Mylander Cultural Center and the Mylander Comic Expo for having us. Um, you can always find Andre Labrada online. I think he just changed his Instagram. I will be linking it on there. And you can find Kenny under Wild Inks, I-N-X. Uh, Wild Inks Ken, I believe, on... Um, on uh on instagram also and as always you can find me at fuagata f-w-a-c-a-t-a.com also on the patreon we've been growing a little bit we've added a couple of new things on there if you guys want to check it out and uh also on instagram under fuagata f-w-a-c-a-t-a i have a lot more coming up i'm going to be getting back into the rhythm we had so many things going on with the swap meet and everything else over at the shop but things are growing things are moving so that's a really awesome part uh, hope to have more of that on there and maybe I'll to do a little bonus episode since I still have more stuff left over from the high row Dan talk that we had and sit down as an extra like 30 minutes on there that I want to see about posting. So I might post that as a bonus episode for you guys later on the weekend. Um, like I said, follow us on there and we will be back next Wednesday and with more Fuakata goodness and comic book goodness coming out of South Florida. See you guys later. Bye.